Blog Talk Radio. To another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchant. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. Um, we have a fantastic guest today. He played at Bluefield College, the Rams. His name's Antonio Dawkins. Some of you may be familiar with him. He did the Sink or Swim documentary from ESPN. Uh, a heroic backstory to a young man who really had the fight through struggles that not a lot of people were going to be able to do. But with that said, what I was most interested about, because at the end of the day, we want to bring you real prospects who have a legit shot at making a living playing professional football. So more importantly, besides how amazing his backstory is, we really were intrigued by his physical skills on the field. But with that said, Antonio, welcome to the program. How's the day treating you? Thank you, thank you. Uh, today has been a great day, man. Uh, just got done training not too long ago. Again, uh, some workout, uh, workout up in uh, in Georgia, U forty eight. Now, what's it like? I mean, we'll get to your back, Joy, but real quick, what's it like? Just you're done with your collegiate career, and you know you have an agency, Hall of Fame. You you you're training for the, the draft, your pro day, all those things that come with bringing a prospect, what's that like right now? Oh, man, uh, it's a, I'm not going to lie, it's a, it's a hectic process, um, but it's a great process at the same time, just knowing that you're getting prepared to 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 get ready for an opportunity that, you know, that only comes once in a lifetime. It's a great feeling knowing that I'm in this position um, and God just keep opening doors up for me, so I'm not taking none of it for granted. Um, I'm staying positive, and you know, like I said, it, it's a, it's definitely a great feeling, man. It's definitely a great feeling. Definitely. Now let's get to this, and then we're going to get on to what makes you a prospect. But um, tell a little bit. I mean, the sink or swim documentary, amazing story. How you were basically homeless going through high school, and you know, you were living in the locker room. And I watched it after you uh, sent me the link, and. You know, I was amazed by it and just in awe of your ability to kind of battle through all that. And, and, and more importantly, just kind of maintain your positivity. You come across as a great young man, but just kind of touch base on that and take us through a little bit of um, what that was like. Um. So, well, in, in high school, well, majority of my life, you know, has, has been kind of, kind of crazy. Um, I went to a different school almost every year of my life from elementary, middle school and high school. And um, when I got to high school, my freshman year, my mom was married. She was married for a couple of years. And uh, my, when my freshman year came, my mom and her husband got a divorce. So 
And when they got a divorce, it was like the first month of my my uh, high school year. Um, when they got a divorce, some stuff happened, and you know, the house ended up that they was trying that they was trying to trying to buy whatever. Somehow the house end up getting lost, end up going into foreclosure. So at that point, uh, we were trying to basically figure out what we were going to do. It was me, my mama, and my, my little sister at that time. And, um, man, things just got real, real crazy after that. So um, we ended up house hopping for, for years, man. We was house hopping, going to shelters, trying to see, you know, where we was going to stay at. Uh, we would stay in hotels, um, stay with, with different – we were staying with a lot of different people. Then um, my junior junior year of high school came, like that second semester. Um, I was like, man, I, I want to play football because I played football when I was younger, but once I got to high school, there was so much going on. Like my grades were, were shot, so there was no way I was going to play football early on in high school. So it, it took me to my my junior year came and I wasn't able to play but they let me practice uh because of the you know the eligibility rules or whatever and I was cool with that you know just so I could get acclimated for my senior year and that's what that's what happened um my senior year came and uh I ended up playing football I did great did my thing uh made all conference led the team in interceptions pass deflections I think I was like second or third on the team in tackles. I had like 70-something tackles at, uh, playing corner and deep, uh, and safety and nickel as well. Um, and then the second semester of my senior year, uh, my mom finally was able to get a place because she was finally able to get a, a stable job. So um stayed there for the whole second semester of my, my senior year. And, man, I finally got my, my first <laughs> offer at the end of that second semester, which was crazy. Like, I come home one day, and I, I got a, a letter in the mail from Shawan University. Um, I opened it up, and it was matter of fact, it was me and my brother at the time. We opened it up together, and we look at it. He like, do that say what I think it say? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and we started going crazy, man. We started going crazy because, I mean, that was far from my mind. Like I never thought I would be able to go to college for one off education, and I definitely didn't think I would go off football just because you know I didn't get to play until my senior year came. So I was I was happy as on the way, man. We started crying and everything. Then when my mama came home, I showed her. Me and her started crying. So it was <laughs> it was crazy, man. Excellent <laughs> so, stuff. That's all wonderful. Go ahead. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, and then that's when you know, so a couple more scholarships started rolling in, and you know, that's when when everything started just just started taking off, and I ended up graduate being able to graduate high school a long time. Because at first they said I wasn't going to be able to because of um uh, my my freshman year, I missed so many days, and I you know had a little bit of behavior problems just because you know with so much stuff going on back home, I didn't know how to handle it, so. Yeah. Uh, I basically flunked out my freshman year of high school. Uh, sophomore year came. My grades weren't as bad, but I still did pretty bad. So it took for me to, you know, get to my, my senior year to, for me to really lock in and say, hey, man, 
I got a, a opportunity. I got a a chance, you know, at, at making my life better and everybody else's life around me better. So that's when I really locked in, and you know, Fort Mill High School really helped me a lot. They helped me, you know, be able to get into college. They helped me get prepared for, you know, the SATs and you know stuff like that. Because before that, it was my mind was far from that. So after that, man, that's when everything started started happening. Wonderful. I mean, uh, Antonio, inspirational story. I mean, I mean, I, I have a daughter in high school. My my son just went off to school, and and to think about, and this, I mean, I love these guys, but to think about how they get sour on the minor things, and I have to hear about their friend's story and big issues. That when you think about it, they're nothing. And to hear your story of how you persevered and how you went through it. And you mentioned, you know, I mean, you know, maybe you got in some trouble, but I mean, I can only imagine what a young man with you know, going through what you go through, I mean, ended up not getting, you know, even more trouble, even us talking on the phone. I mean, just complete, complete in awe of the story and what you were able to do. And, and, and I'm curious, I mean, I mean, did you, were you able to play Pop Warner or Pee Wee sports? I mean, were you out on the field? Did you, were you able to, I guess, in your early stages of life growing up, were you able to kind of get on the field and start to find out the traits that make you the player that we're talking to today? Uh, yes, sir. Well, I, coming up, I played. I started playing when I was around eight or nine. Uh, first team I joined was the West Charlotte Redskins, uh, pop one the team. Um, I was playing running back, running back and uh, linebacker. And I think my first year <laughs> in Pop Warner, I got the MVP trophy. Um, and then my second year, I think I got the MVP trophy again. And I, I want you know you know every young kid want to be the offensive player so I went I, I really I played defense but I didn't care about defense I really wanted to play offense because I I was like yeah this this where the money at this where the fun is so so yeah I played all the way up until uh, uh, I want to say my seventh grade year I want to say yep it was my seventh grade year so I played for them and then I played for another part one of the team up until my seventh grade year. Eighth grade, I didn't play, and then none of high school I played until my senior year. Nice. Now, how do you kind of transition? I mean, you talked about playing running back and linebacker, and obviously your size is going to be indicative of what you play at the high school level, but how did you find yourself starting playing defensive back, and I guess how much did you urge the coaching staff to have you play receiver? Crazy how it happened when I first got to Port Mary and I first time I went to play football. Uh, they had us doing drills and all of that. And they seen I was fast, so they they put me at receiver, and they had me at kind of like a, a little you know a little slot back, you know, catching catching screens, and you know uh, put me back at running back every now and again, throwing me options, you know, just let me run. Um, and then I for, I, want, I forget what happened, but I want to say one of our defensive backs got hurt or something in practice, and then coaches coach Susie was just like. Antonio, go out there. And I'm looking at him like, huh? What, what you talking about? <laughs> he, he, he like, go out there. You know, you, you're an athlete. Just play. I was like, okay, cool. And, like, the first practice I was in, I was hitting everything moving. And from that day on, he was like, <laughs> he was like, I, I want you on defense. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then we got a new coach that came in, uh, Coach Goller. He came in from Independence. And, like, me and him had a relationship instantly. Like, he latched on to me instantly because he, he, he seen what, you know, the potential in me or whatever. So, he was, you know, he was telling me, like, you can go to college for, for DB. 
So I was like, okay, forget offense, then. I don't want to play offense no more. I'm, I'm cool with play defense. So I mean, that's, when it, that's when it started. Awesome stuff. Once again, Antonio Dawkins, the Bluefield College Rams, standout defensive back, kind enough to join us here on the C2P. If you folks miss any of the show in its entirety, you know it's free and available at iTunes and Block Talk Radio, and then we'll be featuring his exclusive draft bio. It'll be your one-stop and shop for everything you're going to need to know about Tonio as we move forward. So you arrive on the college scene. I mean, by this time when you arrive in college, do you kind of have somewhat of a a normal lifestyle, at least mentally, where you're kind of not in fear of, you know, having to find some place to eat or some place to sleep. I mean, what's your mindset? And just kind of take us through what college life was like playing, because I knew you had a few stops. Yeah, so, um, man, uh, going into college, we still didn't have a, a stable, like a stable home or nothing like that. Um, we were still – you know, still house hopping and, and stuff like that. And then my mom, you know, decided to, to move out of state. Um, and by the grace of God, she was blessed with, you know, friends that, that were able to, to help the family out or whatever. So um, when I first left out to college, still something that was on my mind, like I was kind of going crazy, like, man, what my family going to do? What we, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I was like, you yeah. know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna still go away. I'm gonna still you know just try to focus on football because I know this is this is gonna help me get my education. It's gonna help me as well. But when I first left the college, I actually went with uh, my brother and my best friend. And I every every school that I was talking to, I kept telling them like, hey, if you want me to come, <laughs> then they have to come. Both of them have to come with me. Cause I you know the way I was raised up, you know. If if one go, we all go. So that was my 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 thing. Like every school I talked to, I was like, hey, if you know, if you want me, then both of my guys got to come. And you know, the first school I went to, they were like, okay, bring them in. So we go. It was it was a, a come in there, get your grades right, uh, ball out, and you know, we're going to help you get to a bigger school uh, program. So. That's what I that's what that's what I was doing. Uh I came in my freshman year they had me starting a nickelback. Um I was playing a little bit of corner. Um and then at the end of my freshman year, that summer came, I didn't I, I didn't go home. I stayed up there and I worked out the whole summer where I was at um and I cuz I wanted to make sure that I was focused going into my sophomore year cuz I knew this was the the year that I could ball out and I can go to a bigger school. So um, that's what that's what I was doing. But right before my matter of fact, the end of the the first semester, my best friend ended up getting kicked out. Um, it had a little situation where you know, I guess he tried a drug or something like that, and it kind of made him go crazy per se, mess with his nerves and all of that. So it was I was like, dang, like. You know what I'm saying? And we supposed to all be doing this together. And you know what I'm saying? You you out here doing crazy stuff. So he ended up getting kicked out. And it, it was crazy, man. Me and my brother were shocked because he had never tried any drugs and anything like that before in his life. So, so it, was, it was crazy to us that he was, you know, doing that once we got to college. So then the summertime came. I'm, I'm working. I'm going hard and everything. I stayed, but my brother went home. So... Uh, I promised everybody I would come home like the last two or three weeks uh, before camp, stay home for a little bit, then go back to school. Um, 
I go home, and the second week I'm home, um, I was actually at my grandma's house majority of the time, and I was with my uncle some of the time. And on the way, that week before we go back to school, called my brother. I'm like, yo, I'm headed to the house because um, his mom was going to take us. I was like, I'm headed to the house. And he was like, all right, well, I'm about to go to um, to the lake with, with some of the boys or whatever. And if you want to come, just meet me out there. He was – my brother was more more the person – He's he was going to hang out with everybody. He didn't care who it was. Okay. He didn't care, like – yeah, so he was that type of person. But I was more the type – I was like, you know, you do your thing. I meet you at the I meet you at the house because I wasn't the type to hang out with everybody. <laughs> I would hang out with a select few. So I get a call an hour later, and they tell me that my brother had died. So at first I thought it was a joke because I'm like, nah, I just got off the phone with him. There's no way my brother just died. And then after the first person called, I got calls from like 50 people, and everybody was. Like just crying, and I'm like, "Yo, we supposed to leave for school in like two days." It was just crazy. Wow. I'm like, now I'm I'm the last one standing. It was it was crazy, man. So that oh, that kind of that kind of wow. yeah, it it was crazy, man. So that kind of messed me up. So going into my sophomore year, I was you know just I was basically playing for me and him. So I did my thing. The, the uh you know at the beginning of the season. Enough to, you know, get some other schools looking at me, get interest. And then that's when I end up transferring to North Carolina Central. Then uh, I was at North Carolina Central for a little bit. And, you know, it, it was a lot going on, environment and everything. And once I once I first got to North Carolina Central, I was told that a lot of people don't even know this because I really don't even talk about it, but um, I was told that, I would I would be able to practice as soon as I got there. You know, everything was a go. But as soon as I get to North Carolina Central, a week before I was supposed to start practice, I'm told that I can't practice because of some eligibility rules and all of this stuff. Now, my grades were, my grades were pretty, pretty good. I had a 3.2 GPA going into North Carolina Central and everything, so I didn't know what was going on. But that's when they told me that. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to really trip about it, you know. So the second semester came, um, the coach moves me from safety, I mean, from corner to to safety. You know, I'm a, I'm a football player, so I'm like, okay, it is what it is. Uh, I get there, I'm doing my thing. Uh, he's telling me all of this good stuff. And then it was just like a whole change. Like all the coaches, you know, began getting fired. The head coach was leaving. And me and some of the other players started realizing, like, something something not right. We didn't know, but we was in the midst of the NCAA giving us a suspension because a whole bunch uh, of crazy stuff going on in school. So <laughs> I was like, you know, I just need a, a change. I can't, can't really – I didn't want to deal with that. And I, I wanted to go to a place that I felt like was best for me where I could just focus. So uh, my strength and conditioning coach was actually uh, real close friends with um, the DB coach at Bluefield College. So that's why I okay. ended up choosing Bluefield College. But before I even chose them, I had a couple of schools looking at me, uh, uh, D1AA schools, and some of those schools were actually in the same conference as North Carolina Central. But, um, you know, with the NCAA rules, it can it can go off of your coaches, 
or it can go off of, you know, the AD or whatever. It's it's a bunch of crazy rules, but they told me if I transferred to any of the schools that were in communication with me, D1AA schools, um, that I would have to sit out two years. And I was like, wow. what? Just, that's cra- yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and I, st- I actually still have the paperwork, so I was like, I was like, that's crazy. They, they like they, they put me in a bind, and not only was I having to sit out two years, but I'm losing two years of eligibility. So I was wow. sick after that. I was like, this is crazy. So I ended up choosing Bluefield <laughs> College, and man, everything worked out how it was supposed to work out. I got to Bluefield College, uh, worked my way into a starting position, and you know, the rest is history. The rest is, I mean, the amazing backdrop, and, and and sorry to, I mean, I mean, I had no idea where the story was going to go with your brother, but I mean, that was the last thing I wanted you to say, and and I, to just to come out, just uh, well, put it this way, I don't, I mean, you are a rock. I don't think nothing's going to mentally shake you after everything you've been through, Antonio. Um, let me ask you this, because I mean, let's get into the nooks and crannies of you know, you the football player. I mean, if you're in the film room, some of these scouts are breaking down some tape. I mean, what are those home run qualities? What are those specific skills that they're going to fall in love with and want to take a deeper look at you with? Uh, certain skills that I have that, that uh, pro scouts would, would fall in love with is my tenacity. Um, every scout would be able to see my, my quickness on film. Um, my strength, um, they'll, they'll be able to see my, my breaks on the ball. I'm good at, at the, the 50-50 balls. And my technique, I always had a pretty good technique. Um, I also feel like my, my quickness, they'll be able to see my, my quickness. My They'll be able to see that I have pretty good hips uh, in, in my movement. And also something that I pride myself on, I never give up on the play. So it'll be times you, you can look on my film and you'll see somebody all the way down the field, uh, a running back broke for 60-yard run, 50-yard run, and you'll see me come out of nowhere and chase them down, hawk them down. And that's something I've always, you know, had pride in myself and just being able to keep it going and to never give up on a play. Question, this is just to benefit you. What goes unnoticed? I mean, could be game film study, uh, leadership skills, team captain, I'm a film junkie. What are some of the characteristics that scouts can't see on tape that they should know about that will benefit you again, Antonio? Uh, some things that, that scouts can't see on tape, uh, of course, it's hard. Um, you know, well, they, well, they can see that. They can see that on on a lot of my plays as well. But I feel like, you know, that's that's one thing that's that's underrated. Um, um, film study, because I put in countless hours of film study every week, um, I feel like it's, it's it's not too many college athletes that was putting in the in the film study that I was putting in. Not just film study with my coaches, but outside of uh, of the the film room with them. Uh, when I'm not doing homework, or when I wasn't doing assignments, tests, and things like that, I'm I'm in the same computer lab looking at film hours and hours and hours of film. You know, taking down receiver tactics. You know writing down what the, the quarterbacks do, what the, the linemen do, you know, how they're moving, you know, how they line up, things like that. Um, yeah, it, it's that's that's one of the things I feel like, you know, that, that uh, 
uh, scout might not be able to see, but that's definitely something that I feel like is, is underrated. Excellent stuff. Once again, Antonio Dawkins, the Bluefield College Rams, standout defensive back here on the C2P, breaking things down. Um, you said I believe you were trading and you training at Youth 48. What's the idea right now? Give us your height and weight. Do you want to gain more weight, shed weight? I know you want to get bigger, faster, stronger, and all those things. But kind of take us a little through what it's like training there. Oh well, right now I'm like I'm at five nine and a half. I'm uh, weighing in at one eighty eight. Um, I want to. I probably I probably want to want to come down to around one eighty five, um, or or a little or a little less. Um, I feel like I move my best at that weight. Um, I'm I've always been a, a pretty strong guy, so I, I'm not really focused on the 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 strength per se. Uh, speed wise, um, I've always had quickness, lateral quickness, uh, you know, and I've always been able to, to jump. My vertical has always been pretty high, so um, I'm looking to you know aim to hit at least a 39, 40 in the vertical jump pro day, uh, oh. and I'm I'm looking to come in around four three. At my at my pro day as well in the forty yard dash. Um, right now we just focus on the little things um, when it comes to to to, to testing uh, as far as you know ten yard splits you know coming out uh, uh-huh. the first three steps the drive the cycling um, you know and, and stuff like that explosive work you know becoming more uh, mobile mobile um, being able to you know. Have have that ankle flexion, and you know it's the little things that we we really focus on right now to help get us, you know, to be the the best athletes that we can be. And so now, Antonio, you come across. I mean, you come off. It's honest now. You, it, is that three legit? I tease oh, you well, about definitely. it just because I've had so many guys come on the show, and I get excited. I wrote. I always write the notes while we're talking. I, I wrote four point three. I circled it because pro day. I'm gonna text you that day, and if you tell me you run like a four, five, eight, I'm gonna I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> no, no, no. I definitely give you that four, three, four, four range. Um, uh, All right, that's I've fair. Always, I've always, I've always, yeah, I've always had that 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 niche when it comes to come to speed. Um, Manny just helped me take take it over the top. Nice. That's all I've just said. When I first got into the business, I remember I, I think one of the first guys I interviewed, you know, he said he was going to run like a 4-2. And I remember I got off the phone, I called some people. I go, hey, this guy's going to run a 4-2. They're like, who? I say his name. They're like, no. I said, I'm telling you. And Pro Day rolls around, he ran like a 4-6-8. And, they, you know, they all oh, texted man. me. They're like, see? See? You know, I'm like, all right. So, I, so but <laughs> I, I, like I said, I've seen some of your highlights. I know the quickness is there, but I just want to scorch you a little bit and uh, get things out. <laughs> hey, man, I, I could keep you on for another hour, but we're all limited in time. But before we let you go, uh, we like to uh, throw a couple scout questions out at you, and we like to throw a couple off-the-call questions. Are you ready with the scout questions? Yes, sir. All right. Now, these are what something scouts want to know. If you make it to the NFL, what's your biggest fear? Hmm. If I make it to the NFL, what's my biggest fear? Yeah, I really, I really don't have any any fears when it when it comes to that, because I know as long as I do my job and I play fast, I always have a spot on the team. So whether that's special teams or whether that's nickelback, whether that's uh, a corner, I, I feel like I always have a a spot on the team as long as I do what I'm supposed to do. 
and as long as I'm, you know, I'm locked in and actually giving 150% of my my time and my effort when it when it comes to it. Excellent. And how about this one? And these are from these are some of the things they want to know. How much money do you want to earn in the NFL? I don't know where they go going? with this. I would say all the money I could, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I definitely want to earn as, as much as I can, you know. But uh, I, I love, I love, the, I love the game of football, man. So you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, I, I'm willing to, you know, take that and you know, run with it and, and create a better life for me and my family. So whether that's a, a three year. Ten million dollar contract or or five year seventy five million dollar contract, either one. You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna take that and I, I'm a I'm gonna make the best out of it, and I'm gonna definitely make sure I earn more. At the end of that contract, I want to make sure they say, "Oh, well, okay, we got to offer him something else." So <laughs> that's the that's the mindset. And Antonio, time for the three and out. These are the fun ones. Um, do you got a nickname? Do your teammates have a nickname for you? <laughs> I have a, I have a, a few different nicknames. Uh, <laughs> um, well, one of my one of my older nicknames from my teammates uh, was Buddha, because when I was younger, I was kind of chubby. I was the athletic chubby guy, so <laughs> my nickname was Buddha. <laughs> so uh, that's that's one of them. Uh, another one of them is, is Storm, um, and then. Everybody called me, you know, my name is Antonio, but a lot of people call me Tone or, or Big Tone okay. Bone. They just they started calling me that my like my my fresh yeah, my fresh year, <laughs> Big Tone Bone. So, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. How about this one? If um are you chatty out there? I mean, what's it like third and nine, I'm facing you. Um what's the dialogue? Any or or is there a little bit of uh, talk going on? Well, I talk when I'm on the field. Not not necessarily to the the other team twenty four seven. Most of the time, my my talking is you know to my teammates. We communicating. So whatever down the distance is, I'm telling them like, hey, you know, stay right there inside. They coming to you, or you know, I'm playing outside. Take away that take away that inside because I know what route he's running, or you know, oh if they come out in a, a three a three three receiver set. Hey, they about to run a cross route. We gonna do this. We gonna do that. Or I might tell a receiver straight up, I, I know what route you about to run. Whatever route you about to run, I, I know what you about to run. So just, you know, go ahead and sit down. I got you. <laughs> and then the final one. Now, I watched that documentary, and I, I believe you have a little girl, and I believe you're proposing. Is that fair? Well, uh, I don't I don't have a a, a little girl. That The girl oh, okay. that was in the, uh, um, in the video – that's actually my one of my little sisters. That's my little sister Naomi. Oh, okay. All right. So now, yeah. Now you but, you uh, proposed? Yo, uh, yes sir, yes sir. I'm engaged. All right. All right. Well, I don't want to get you in trouble, but we ask you anyways. Female celebrities, if you could take any female celebrity out for a quick bite to eat, just dinner, who are you gonna invite? <laughs> well, my fiance, no. Uh, it, it had to be Beyonce, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we've been doing this show a long time, Antonio, and Beyonce, I mean, she is the queen. I mean, Rihanna always finishes second. One year, Rihanna actually beat her. Beyonce is number one. Megan Good is usually number three. Number three kind of changes. 
But Beyonce, Hans, she's like the New England Patriots to that question. I mean, it's just yeah, man, you can't lose Beyonce, with Beyonce, 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 yeah. Can't so, lose with Beyonce, but, man. Hey, man, you were a pleasure to speak with. I'm glad that our audience and myself got to know you a little bit more and really get to know you more of a Buffalo football player. Your backstory again. Um, it just speaks volumes to your character, um, and like I said, just an admiral, admiral story. And like I said, I can't wait to see you uh, kind of get, you know, gain and, and grow as we go through this process. But we always like to stay, before we let you go, stay humble, stay hungry, and be blessed, my man. Yes, sir. Same to you. No problem at all. Once again, that is Antonio Dawkins, the Bluefield College Rams, standout defensive black, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, his draft file calls your pro. As always, we appreciate you listening to the C2P. Yeah.